This is episode 193 of IDRA Class Notes. Students have experiential and prior knowledge that should be centered in STEM. It should be made inclusive. It should create a sense of belonging within the STEM community. And that's exactly what CSOs does. It gives students ways and capacities to contribute and to have a seat at the table there at their campus, within their community, and even globally through different things through this program. Welcome to IDRA's Class Notes podcast. I'm Dr. Paula Johnson, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with two of my colleagues here at IDRA, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Hi, my name is Michelle Vega. I am the technology coordinator here at IDRA, and I'm also a CSO regional lead. Hi, my name is Dr. Stephanie Garcia, STEM and equity education specialist, and I'm one of the CSO leads here in San Antonio. I'm Dr. Paula Johnson. I am director of our Equity Assistance Center, IDRA EX South, and I'm also a STEM operative here at IDRA, and I am also a Texas Regional Lead for our CSO program. And you're probably wondering what CSO means, and I'm going to ask Michelle to tell us all about it. Okay, so CSOs are Chief Science Officers. It's a program that originally started with SciTech Arizona in Arizona, and it's actually just kind of spread throughout the world. There are Chief Science Officer cohorts in Kuwait, Colombia, Mexico, all throughout the United States. There's Oregon, um, let's see here, where else you guys? Georgia. Pennsylvania. Texas. Texas. We're brand new. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a really amazing program that elevates students' voices in STEM. The vision and goals of the Chief Science Officer Program is to create a pipeline of diverse STEM leaders, ensuring access to all students, increase community and collaboration among CSOs to enrich school STEM culture and career awareness, as well as increase student voice in STEM. We want these students to be ready for the STEM workforce, to understand the language of STEM in the workplace, and also choose endorsements to pursue STEM in secondary education. So looking at that one piece of CSO that I believe makes it stand out from all other STEM initiatives is elevating the voices of students in STEM. That's very crucial. You know, my initial thoughts on that, looking at kind of my background in research, is students have experiential and prior knowledge that should be centered in STEM. It should be made inclusive. It should create a sense of belonging within the STEM community, and that's exactly what CSOs does. It gives students ways and capacities to contribute and to have a seat at the table there at their campus, within their community, and even globally through different things through this program. Which is really important. One of the ways in which this is coming to fruition for us with the help of the Arizona Chief Science Officers cohort, the founders and the collaborators and the initiators of this program is all of this came to being for IDRA and for San Antonio through the Alamo STEM learning ecosystem. It began as a council of STEM 
professionals and organizations and educators, community businesses that then sparked the application to the Alamo or to the STEM ecosystem, the learning ecosystem from the TIES organization. And we were awarded in San Antonio. Yeah, we are a designated city. We are a designated city. The first, well, not the first. No, the definitely first. not. We're, we're the second We're round, the second in Texas. Right, of selected cities. And, yes. and just to kind of bounce off what you're talking about, Lexis and Kelly, two students that we just recently had the opportunity to speak to, are also the catalyst to bringing the yes. CSO program. So cool. Yes. So talk about so Tia cool. Boys. Through, through the, the whole point of the ecosystem, if you think about how we talk about in biology an ecosystem of all the moving parts, all the living, breathing parts of a particular environment, is how you would look at San Antonio and all the parts that affect education, which is everybody, parents, students, universities, businesses, the governmental offices, everybody is involved. And what we're doing is operating the group of students, one of the core groups of student um, ambassadors of STEM, if you will, to see real-world applications and engage in mentoring relationships and service learning experiences with mentors from the Alamo STEM ecosystem, which include people like Boeing, Rackspace, the universities, the UT Health Science Center, which is now called UT Health uh, San Antonio, various businesses that are interested in helping build and cultivate student leaders to, again, enter the workforce here in San Antonio. We have a vibrant STEM community here in San Antonio, which I think is kind of overlooked. But students have so much to offer, and they really just blow us away with their creativity and innovation. And basically, what has happened is our two CSOs that started all of this have now brought the program here to San Antonio, and we have negotiated a partnership with AZ Tech Council, or really the CSOs of Arizona, and we are going to be establishing a full cohort here to launch in the 2019-20 school year as a full year of STEM activities. And we have found, research states, that both mentoring and service learning experiences are essential for K-12 students to persist in STEM. So these students create action plans and activities for their campuses and they're interacting not only with students their own age, but students younger, students older, and people in the community to learn more about the opportunities here in San Antonio. So you're probably wondering how people become CSOs, and I'm going to ask Stephanie to explain that process. Right, so typically a CSO would be nominated by their peers within their CSO program at their campus level. Being that San Antonio, we're just, I mean, we started off, but we're still kind of growing in that area. We, we might have new campuses that are joining in. Teachers will put in nominations for students to be these elected CSOs. There'll be one male, one female CSO from each campus. So as of right now, we've got about 36, and we're really pushing to grow to 50 by September 2019 for our Leadership Training Institute that's happening. And so we really want to continue to grow. I can see this happening at every campus in San Antonio, that we would have representation of CSO. And I can see these elected leaders as well 
to within the Alamo STEM ecosystem to really serve as mentors and liaisons to help support all CSOs with their action plans. So CSOs really drive this STEM culture and increase STEM learning at their campus. And through their different action plans, they impact not just their campus, but also the surrounding community. So another critical part of the CSO program are the students, but also their advisors. Yes, and the advisors have the challenge of organizing chief science officer activities because this is an out-of-school program. So this is in addition to all of their coursework that after school they meet and as the entire city of San Antonio cohort is called a cabinet, each individual campus needs its own advisor because these students are spread out across We're talking about seven different districts and possibly 13 campuses by the time we start in the fall. So we're looking at, you know, we are the regional leads of all of these campuses, but the advisors are either in the district or on the campus with the students and really helping drive them through their action plans. And it's really amazing to see the students create these action plans. They also learn how to introduce themselves and the confidence that I think that it's going to build reminds me so much of our Coca-Cola Valley Youth Program and that it builds quality student leadership. And so advisors help facilitate and support the students at the campus level, and they also advocate at the district level, and they help organize between us as regional leads and all of the students for the activities that we host because like in the fall we'll have our leadership training institute we have cabinet meetings we do have five students currently that serve as council members so it's a cohort within the cohort that help make some decisions as far as what activities we're going to have and where we're going to host like we hosted our first council meeting at the san antonio museum of science and technology recently and that was pretty amazing with our five chief science officer council members and some of their advisors. We want you also to be aware to look out for our podcast with Lexis and Kelly, our two, we call them chief, chief science officers. They're amazing. Who are graduating. And there are several opportunities we, we hope over the course of the next year to be able to share with our community and our our listeners and just look out for some great things. This is a really amazing program. And we've been really fortunate also to have some amazing partners. So Systemic is incredible support summer camps to our CSOs and as you mentioned Port San Antonio and SAMSAT and I would be remiss though not to mention Dr. Raul Rudy Reyna. Wow. All we can say is we're with Rudy. Yes, such a pillar within all this work and and a mentor for us, you know, as we navigate through this as well. We're just going to say thank you. Thank you for joining us again for another Class Notes podcast. I'm Paula Johnson with Dr. Stephanie Garcia and Michelle Vega, and we are out. Bye. Adios. Thank you for listening to IDRA Class Notes. For more information on IDRA and other Class Notes topics, go to www.idra.org. You can also send us your thoughts by email to podcast at idra.org.